really the only like formal thing that we do is i don't care all right here we go <laughs> and we are rolling welcome welcome to the better than yesterday everyday podcast where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness and now here are your hosts personal trainer and rns matt and jenna lane what is happening ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the better than yesterday everyday podcast my name is matt and i'm jenna and i'm craig today we have on <laughs> craig con this man has been in the shadows of my life uh he has been a part of my life for how long now jenna eight nine years he asked you i'm not allowed to answer yet I don't, I don't eight know. eight nine years since 2013 i think right okay so that would be less than eight or nine years <laughs> close here on this podcast, we talk about arithmetic, and uh, we're just fantastic at it. This show is all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. If you're new, we really appreciate you sliding by. Before you dive even deeper into this thing, you know you can watch it? That's right. There's a link below on the BTYE Podcast YouTube channel. You can watch this whole freaking thing, or just listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that. Craig... I've been wanting to get him on these mics for so long because he is a dear, dear friend of ours. We went through nursing school together. Uh, all three of us are great friends, but Craig has been in my life for huge moments of my life. He has taught me a lot. I look at him first and foremost as a brother, but he also has this weird spot in my <laughs> life where he's like my creepy uncle. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to talk uh, talk about anything that we talk about. Uh, anytime we are around each other, I know that both of us, like our spirits are lifted just being around each other. We both have this energy and we are on the right frequency with one another. I've never met another human being that I've connected to in quite this fashion. You know, Casey, Casey, I connect to in a certain way. You know, you, I connect a certain way. Jenna, Holden, like I connect with everybody in a certain frequency. There is a frequency that you and I are on that is different. Truth. I agree with that 100%. So I'm excited about this. I, I'm not sure where it's going to go. Um, Me neither. So we shall see. Um, at the top of the show, we always hit you with our Ooh. gratitude point. <laughs> This gratitude point is something that is meant to shift your perspective. It could be something large. It could be something small. <laughs> Got that part Jesus covered. Christ. The point is, did it shift your perspective? And I will go first. Something I haven't even talked to Jenna or Craig about today. Oh, great. I am like super fascinated and super grateful for traction. Um, today, went to the gym, met up with Josh, hurt my, my low back not long ago, and put these boots on and hung from... Uh, I'm just waiting for y'all. Yeah, I know. I just, I know. I'm grateful for traction too. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I hung in traction and my back now, now feels so much better. I haven't given traction like a real try, but I feel legitimately different. It didn't have any traction with you before. <laughs> I was like, did you get new tires? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was very glad for a very basic thing to make me feel so much differently. It made me feel really, really good. Like physically felt much different so thank you traction jenna hit us with your gratitude point you know i had one really well thought out and had this whole thing thought out 
I have no idea what it was at this point. Craig, go ahead with your gratitude point. <laughs> so um, instead of just being all bubbly, I'm going to take it down a notch. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, uh, I think we've all heard the phrase, a straw that broke the camel's back. Um, today, I'm grateful for that. Because, um, you know, like in relationships or any type of situations, um, people use that phrase as... Um, kind of like a negative connotation mm. they're like it's true you know like oh my god you know like that person they said that and that was just a straw that broke the camel's back everything went you know it's just true shit from there um in my relationship um actually my husband utilized that phrase today instead of taking it as a bad thing um i choose to, like i honestly take that as instead of the straw that broke the camel's back as like the final i actually and i responded to him with this i said you know i actually choose to view that as the tool to start the fix so if there's any problems or anything like that instead of like you know you call it a straw i'll call it you know a tool um so instead of i'm, I'm gonna talk in a damn circle did i make my point that yes, that's that's, that's actually really really impactful and if you said that earlier i just wasn't listening to you so that was actually a really good gratitude point he did, did say it earlier me, yeah. me. did you did say that earlier the feather. <laughs> <laughs> matt wasn't listening shut up <laughs> I do love this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, Jenna. Gratitude point. Um, I'm really, I've really enjoyed the last, I don't know how long you've been here at our house, Craig. It's, it feels like it's been for several hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been really nice to just sit down and hang out with you. Yeah, it like, does. 100%. Um, we're, I feel like our friendship is like, no, how, no matter how long it's been since we've hung out or talked, like, yeah. we can just pick right up. Right. where we left off and it's we don't even skip a beat and Great. i appreciate those friendships that's how it always is don't worry we're gonna sanitize after that fist bump <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. Um, yeah i agree with jenna on that that the uh <clears throat> you know we all have those friendships we're like oh my god i haven't talked to them in so long but i just just like it was yesterday um but it's a it's a damn truth like mm -hmm. so yeah, um, it is. i i have been to their house <laughs> but i haven't come in their house recently. <laughs> <laughs> so in in craig's Craig and I's relationship is it's changed a lot. Like we're, I mean, I, I would take a bullet for you. Uh, I mean, that has never changed, but the, I guess the amount of time that we have with one another is so different than what it once was. Um, and to sort of kick this back, like how we met, um, actually before we dive all the way into it, Jenna, don't you have something you need to plug? Yeah. Uh, follow me on YouTube. Uh, Jenna Lane. I put out some great content. God dang it. Um, I have one video on my channel. Amazing. <laughs> That's not what she was supposed to plug. All right. If you want to support this podcast, the mental fit mafia as well. You see the shirt I'm rocking you guys. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all so much. You can support this podcast and the YouTube channel. Also the Matt Lane fitness YouTube channel. Check the link down below. If you want to support us, there's a Patreon link. There's all sorts of perks that you're going to get. If you do support us, if not, we just appreciate you being here. I'm going to interrupt there for just Go ahead. a second. So, um, I feel like that that shirt, I really like it. Here I we feel go. like the little guy kind of looks like me. He's kind of pink and wrinkled, a little bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I like earlier when I came in, I was like, I, I love Matt, but a lot of times I'm just like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, I saw it. I didn't even pay any attention to it. But you were like, this, this, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, my picture. He's got veins and everything. Well, that's much better because Jenna said it looked like a ball sack. So, <laughs> hi, my name's Craig Conn, aka forward slash ball sack. <laughs> well, Craig, um, if you did not know, there is the Mental Fit Mafia. Okay. Mental right. Fit 
mafia. Okay, uh, it. it is the audience that watches. Uh, it is the audience that is trying to improve their behavior change, their mental fitness. I like it. Um, I'm proud to have them. And uh, they recently now have an actual logo, an image for them, a name, and it's been really cool. So, But thanks for insulting them and calling them a ball sack. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I called it a ball yeah, sack. He true. called it himself. I was just comparing it to mine. <laughs> Faith. Um, like, so actually, I like it enough that yeah. I will actually probably buy one of those. Oh, wow. Or Matt Lane can give it to me if you'd like for him to give me a free one. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I vote for that. Hey, Jenna. Woo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you guys do want to buy any merch, you can go to mattlanefitness.store or underneath any of the YouTube videos. Use the code MLF10 for a discount if you're on the store. Or you can just get it for free like Craig will. Um, <laughs> so to kick it back, how Craig and I met was unlike anyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> And I want to tell like full transparency, the whole story, of course, whatever you're comfortable with, which is fucking everything probably. Um, I was trying to get into nursing school. This was in 2013. Probably think, would have been 13. Was it? I thought it was maybe before then, but I, I guess not. Because uh, I started as a tech first semester. Uh, I think you might have been right. Maybe the end of so 14. No. <laughs> no. Whatever. It was end of 12, 13. All right, thank you. So how many years ago was that? Shut up, Jenna. (laughs) Seven, eight years ago, Craig and I met. Um, I was trying to get into nursing school. I had to do prereqs. I was in, uh, like, microbiology. That was the class that That he and I met. I pulled up to the Milton campus uh, just outside of Pensacola, and I had never been to this campus. Pulled up. I'm like, where the hell am I? Like, where the hell is this class? This truck pulls up. He still has the same exact truck. Truck pulls up. This bald-headed guy with glasses hops out with his homeless jacket. And um, <laughs> loved it. And uh, I was literally looking at my my paper, like the room, classroom, and all that. And I was like, hey, man, any idea where class so-and-so is? Little did I know that I, <laughs> that I would never get rid of him. <laughs> so I'm going to chime into that a little bit. So as creepy old gay dude, yep, that's me. Uh, <laughs> He said, uh, he said, this creepy uncle. Well, anyway, there's a reason for that. (laughs) So I had bought my new truck, was very proud of my new truck. So of course, instead of parking anywhere within a mile's radius of the college, I was like, there's the last parking spot out there. (laughs) And so I'm out there and I don't, anyway, I thought, anyway, it didn't matter who pulled up first. doesn't matter. But in my mind, (laughs) obviously Matt's an attractive young man, but in my mind, I was like, whoa, cute young kid obviously wants to meet me that's why he's parking so (laughs) (laughs) so uh anyway go ahead (laughs) no it it was it was fantastic so just truly needing to know where the hell i was going he was like oh how how crazy like that's the same class i'm going to when i tell you that we had a (laughs) i swear to god it was a 50 yard walk right I seriously couldn't have been any farther than that it wasn't very far at all from the time we left both of our vehicles (laughs) <laughs> to the time that we hit the classroom door, yeah. Craig had told me 12 years of his life yes. and the struggles and just every intimate detail. And I, I mean, if you're, if you're watching this podcast, if you're listening to it, you know that I, I'm very open. Like I'm not going to judge anyone, but I was just so blown away <laughs> with how transparent he actually was. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe he told me all this. This is incredible. <laughs> but the amount of detail and intimacy was incredible. <laughs> I was like, this son of a bitch is forever friend. And in my mind, I'm like, 
I'm going to give him all the details. If he doesn't leave, he's mine. Little <laughs> <laughs> did I know he was hers. <laughs> and uh, did, what was it that you told Jenna that night? You said, I made a new friend or yeah. something like that. And what did you have respond? I don't even remember. I, if my memory serves correctly, it was something about Matt's like, uh, hey, I made, a new, I, made, I made a new friend today at school. And I think Jenna said something about it. I was a gay dude. And Matt's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah. Craig had, uh, his transparency was actually a really beautiful thing. Um, just a very open and warm person. And <clears throat> I have learned so much from Craig in all seriousness. Like we're going to laugh a lot on this podcast, but the amount that I have learned and the amount that he runs through my head and how much the actual daily decisions that I make is quite remarkable. Um, the way I go about life, uh, the simple fact that I will now give money to somebody that is on the side of the road when I used to believe that that was a wrong thing to do. Um, he's just taught me so many lessons and he's such a good soul. He, he's touched so many more people than he realized. Um, in a respectful fashion as well. <laughs> um, but Both. I'm really, I'm really grateful to have you in my life. And it's, it's crazy to me that it's taken us this long to actually document one of our conversations. True. Mm. True. So, um, <clears throat> if you, if anybody's watching and not that they would be watching me, but I'm, uh, with compliments, I get really, really uncomfortable. Like, are I, your palms sweating? Yeah. hundred percent. That's when he gets nervous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you. The feelings 100% reciprocated and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I know Matt said that I've taught him a lot, but it's, uh, it's definitely been on both sides. Um, mm. you know, there's, you know, during the week or whatever, if I'm fortunate enough for him to answer the telephone, whenever <laughs> I call, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be like, Hey, I was just here. And you know, this crossed, crossed my mind. I thought of you. And, uh, anyway, he's usually like, you fucking make me sick. <laughs> like, oh, I, I love you. I guess. Um, I, I talked about this on two podcasts ago, the real human moment. And I've mentioned it numerous times. I've mentioned you on our podcast many, many times, but I've talked about the real human moment and how <laughs> it's something that I, I notice so often now because of you. And I know Jenna, the same we, Craig and I will actually call each other uh, when we have one. And it's now become like this comical thing about Craig and how like he like, you have this ability to light up an elevator. You have this ability to turn an awkward, you know, I have to stand in an elevator into like a really fun time. People walking out like our la like belly laughing um, about that elevator ride. And it makes me sick to his ability <laughs> to how, how he can do it. I mean, he can, he could meet the most hostile person and totally like just, by the time they're done, they're the one that's telling him their whole life story 50 <laughs> yards to the school. It's, yes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, like part of that, too, is, I mean, <clears throat> and I tell Matt this, like, Jenna has this ability as well, and so does Matt. And everybody's got that ability. It's just if you actually choose to mm -hmm. allow it to present itself. It's true. Um, and if I ever try to sound like I'm smarter than I am, stop me. Greg, <laughs> like, stop trying to use big words. Um, but it's just, you know, like the reality is it's we're all walking through this together. You know what I mean? Whether we are standing on an elevator together or, you know, waiting in line at the bathroom or something like that. And most of the time, like I think in today's world, people are either like they're on their phone and just as 
not necessarily as a conscious way to avoid people, but just to really not have to interact. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I proudly take those moments and sometimes I fall flat. Um, but most of the time not when you're just be like, anything good in that phone over there? What you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And usually they'll look at you and you got to smile. So with this, with the quarantine or with the uh, COVID, you got to be careful though. Cause all they see is your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like smiling. They're like, weirdo. Don't worry about what's in my phone. He's out of his mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's, um, but yeah, I mean, it's true. Like most people are good. And you know, like if you just interact with them and like give them a little bit of positive energy from you, like let allow them to actually feel it, not just the words. Yeah. Um, Usually people love that. It kind of like sparks their own fire. That's what I Mm. think. Yeah. Uh, And for myself included. One to again, to sort of take it back, like Craig and I went uh, to nursing school together. We lived together uh, for the month that Jen and I split up. We've talked about that on this podcast about how I moved in with Craig for one month and, um, I learned, I've learned so much and I've also learned, I've learned a lot about the gay community too. Yeah. I really have. Um, it was just sort of, you know, it wasn't like an intentional, I was sitting in a classroom and you were teaching me about (laughs) what happens in the world, but it was very, Everybody pull out your rainbow pencil. (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know, like you taught me things that a straight white male that had never been in that culture could never have possibly understood. Give me an example of that. Um, if you would, you taught me that there was a lot of happiness inside of a world that was very suppressed. Mm. Um, you taught me that inside of that community, there are a lot of people that really want to support others because they have this collective, uh, most of the time they've had this collective upbringing where they couldn't be themselves. So there's sort of like this unity thing and just the amount of happy that I've seen. That's true. Um, Again, it's, and I've learned more and more and more as I've gotten older and I've gotten to know you more. And um, I don't know. I I think that that's powerful. Yeah, it is. And um, it's so very true because, um, you know, I, uh, there are so many people in the world that are animated, but I tend to see in our community that are like in the gay community that they are extremely animated and I think it's lovely. But, um, as far as the level of quote happiness, um, I, there is, um, people are very supportive as well, but I also, in my experience, <clears throat> there's a lot of that happiness that's truly a cover. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so it's, uh, you know, like I choose to believe they're faking it until they make it. Mm. Um, so, but I agree with you. It's, uh, it's, Yeah. Like the level of happiness is good. A lot of them have gone through some really dark stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Really, really dark stuff. And like, as you were just saying that, like, you know, it, almost using that, faking it until they make it. I don't, you know, I don't think it's just the, it's not the, just the gay community at all, you know, but I think it's, it's much easier for a gay person to have, like, this was very obvious. Like right. this, this struggle was very obvious, you know, for, for me and like whatever my, I've never been suppressed like that. So my struggle isn't as obvious, if that makes sense, right. you know? So maybe my fake it till I make it would be something different, yeah. looks different at least, you know, Does that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it did. I'm, I'm, I got it. And uh, actually it's uh, I kind of feel like most people kind of fake it till they make Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I mean, you know, Matt and I faked like we were good nurses until we got it. <laughs> You've got it now. <laughs> so, d- just real Say quick, it. we have to share this because obviously she looks angelic. Yes, I am. 
I am angelic. Does anybody's has any fresh batteries for that halo? We could use them now. Because <laughs> it looks <laughs> <a little> <laughs> um, So Just whenever <clears throat> Matt and I, and are we supposed to be following any type of? Not one no. damn bit. <laughs> so um, Matt and I obviously went through nursing school. We struggled, blah, blah, blah. My husband got tired of seeing our faces. Um, <laughs> and uh, But we were so proud, you know, like we had finished nursing school. We got pinned. We both passed boards. And we were like, there. All happy. We had our little badge that said RN. And we walked up, and Jenna is a fierce nurse, right? Would you agree? <laughs> you really are. Yeah. Like, you are fierce. Um, so when she said it, we believed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was zero like looking at us and be like, well, that's probably not correct. No, it was like, fact. That's so, even like, worse. Like, so we come up to the counter, and in my mind, we were like this height on the counter, but we probably portrayed ourselves as little kids like this. <laughs> and, uh, we have our RN badge, and Jenna's like, oh, Look at you, between the two of you, you almost make a nurse. <laughs> she turned around and we were like, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's true. It's so, true. Yeah. So anyway, that was an elaboration on fake it till you make it. It's just one of my favorite moments. Um, and I love to tell people that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so true. But You know, like speaking of transparency and like how we're able to joke, joke amongst each other and whatnot. There's one thing that Craig and I have have always had since the first 50 yards we've ever walked with one another is our uh, unflinching transparency. Yeah. Uh, your ability. It's impressive. And, it really is. Yeah, Seriously. Is. Like, I, I think that it shows a level of comfort with one another that right. Craig, Craig will be on the phone and Casey, Casey's fantastic at this yeah. as well. Um, Craig will be on the phone. He's like, all right, I'm done. I love you. Bye. And that's it. There's no explanation. I could be mid sentence. It does not matter. And I, it's the same thing on my end. Um, or when you call me at 7 a.m., I'll call you back at 1030 and be like, I didn't want to talk to you. Which is frequent. Yes. Frequent. Or I'm like, it rang twice. And then he sent me to fucking voicemail. <laughs> that bastard is awake. But he doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> but like, I know people that they don't have that comfort level Ugh. with their friend spouse brother whatever and that is that is such a free like it's a freeing like it, it makes you feel free oh my god it's awesome it's so yeah. awesome and to and to know like to chime into that as well um just the um being that free being that honest like there's there's nothing off limits no nothing mm-hmm. there's really not and and truly judgment free uh, and which is makes it even even more better. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the right yeah. use of the English language. What are y'all sure. laughing about? More better is correct. <laughs> like Matt says, funner all the time. Uh, well, <laughs> add things to a word, make it yours. It is fun. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. Um, and <clears throat> the beautiful part about that is even though like he doesn't answer, and I know we joke about that or whatever, but if there is ever a moment um, that he's needed or Jenna's needed, but like, I'll speak to Matt right now. It's uh, there's never a question in my mind that like, if I, if I text him and be like, call me now or come to my house now, he'd be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no questions asked. And so, um, and you know, there's, um, this would be a subject jump, but there is, um, whenever I first started my recovery, the, uh, one of the guys that, um, his name is Mike. He, uh, when we were in going to meetings and stuff, one of the things that he said was, um, I was really struggling, really struggling. And he said, who knows you? And I was like, well, a lot of people know me. And he said, no, Craig. He said, who knows you? 
And I could honestly say nobody. And I was comfortable with that because when nobody knows you, then you're not exposed. And that was when, like what year was that? That would have been 2007. Okay. I think we met in 2007. <laughs> of course. Like, yeah. It's like, it was like 45 years ago. <laughs> um, and so, you know, like having, <clears throat> like whenever nobody knows you, you can be whoever you want to be. You can mm. put on any front, do whatever you want, you want, okay. which is exhausting. Yeah. You have to yeah. Keep that shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, and then, so I can honestly say now, um, like who knows you? I can truthfully say Matt Lane does, which is good. If you fucking make me cry, like, look, there's a bag of tissues in the back, and I'm going <laughs> to use those ear covers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, like, again, like, I feel like I'm not supposed to follow anything, right? No. No. We ain't uh, following shit. So, I'm looking at, I'm not asking you, I'm asking Jenna. <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> so, as you guys know, like, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll, you might feel some, like, structure to the show. And I wanted to make sure, like, I always want every show to bring value. And sometimes it is a little more structured. I never want a show to be like, ask a question, answer, ask a question, answer. It's definitely not what I want it to be. But sometimes they flow better than others. And I, I knew that this is what it would be. I literally only set up one question. So no, you, there, no. He, Craig is asking like, what format? Like, well, you know, what do we need yeah. to do next? <laughs> like, my this, hands are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another conversation. And, um, you know, I just know that, I don't know. I feel like you and I both have experienced a lot together and gotten to know each other a lot together. And you've, uh, Jenna, Jenna has also been, (laughs) Jenna has obviously been a part of it as well, but you've been with me through so many life experiences that you have helped teach me, uh, brutally showed me, or just been a witness to. And I, I think one of those big things is money. Money, Mm -hmm. money, money is a big, big, big thing. And Craig is the type of person that you don't need much in your life. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have any sort of anxiety behind money. And I think that's because of your lowest lows. And I think also your upbringing and like, I think a lot of things add up to that from the little that I do know um, that give you that sense of like, I don't have to have much shit, you know? And I remember if you're, again, if you're, if you're new to this podcast, you'll know, you won't know that. I struggled a lot with this money buying happiness thing and I was able to verbalize that, but I never really believed it. It wasn't until not too, too long ago that I really adopted that. And, um, Chris, it wasn't until just recently when I've heard you say it. Well, and, and that's, that's why I wanted to bring it up. That's why I wanted to bring it up that I've felt it for much longer, but you and I, because of, because of our level of communication over the past year, Uh year and a half, I think it's improved a lot. And I know Jenna can attest to that, that Craig saw me in the height of my more money equals more happiness and how it has shifted so much. And, um, I, I remember you very vividly saying to me, you were just like calling it out one day and you're like, do you really think like, do you really, really think that if you don't have X amount of dollars that you're just going to be homeless, like you will have no option. Do you really think the people around you, the people that love you will not, you know, I remember that. whatever, whatever, like take you in or lend you money or whatever. And I remember feeling like, God, that's so true. Like the amount of resources and people and friends and family that I have, if that, if it ever came to it, where like I was literally on the street, it wouldn't happen because um, of, 
If I'm alive, you're never on the street. And that's what I'm saying. You know, when you said that, it always brought back a baseline and that perspective shift is exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. If you weren't done with that thought. No, okay. I was. Oh. Did you see that? I spilled water all over my face. <laughs> I did. It's like, I was. I'm like, well, you weren't done with that sip, apparently. <laughs> Um, one of the moments that I remember, and um, I, rem- I remember asking you this, or not actually, it wasn't a question, it was a statement. We were talking about money, and um, Matt and I have like joked about it, whatever, but there was a time whenever it was everything was money related. There was nothing that wasn't, you know, like, I got to have this, I got to have that. And I, I remember um, telling you one day, because you said, well, my financial freedom or security is X point where. I don't have to go to work or I have free time to do whatever I want. And, um, Hey, sorry. Nova just just walked in the studio. Come on in doggo. Um, I remember telling you and you were like, and that's when I'll be okay. And I said, ah, you're not going to be happy. (laughs) I remember that. You're not going to be happy at that point. I remember that. And you're like, why? And I said, cause you're not. Cause Mm -hmm. you think more. And like, I remember the sound in your voice that I, for me, um, cause obviously I'm in your head. I felt like that, that was a moment that made you think. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Did. You, you took the wind out of his house. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. so he yeah. was like, well, th- then when will I be happy? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It was a, definitely some of y'all's conversations have been a turning point for you. But I like, I think that somebody that really loves you and gives a shit faces those difficult conversations that Mm -hmm. you know because i could have reacted like fuck you i know what i know what's best for me i know how to be happy (laughs) i know how to be but like (laughs) i think for a lot of people that aren't comfortable in those conversations like for you i know for you like that was just a fucking conversation for a lot of people greg that's a very uncomfortable conversation that's true you know for us it's not that's a beautiful thing but because of that conversation because you First of all, because we have that comfort level, but for anybody else's situation that it's like a level of courage to have that conversation, to really choose to love the person and have that difficult conversation, it can literally be life-changing. It can, it can reframe the way that person's thinking. So talking about your turning points, um, like that being a turning point for you, I don't, I I don't remember if I told y'all this or not, but so I, for a long time have said, you know what? time off is equal to happiness for me because experiences, because, you know, like my dad died right before he retired. We, as hospice nurses, we got to see, you know, people dying at all ages, whether they, mm-hmm. before they reached that or ever got to enjoy their money or this, that, and the other. But so I, but I've always said that, you know, money's not going to buy me happiness, like going places or doing things. And so, but I remember a very, very specific moment where it, those were my words mm. and my actions. But I remember when, this switch actually switched for me when um i was admitting a patient at baptist a hospice patient at baptist hospital and i he and his wife had been married for we'll say 60 years because they were both in their 90s to give you guys context craig uh craig worked with jenna and myself we worked at the same company when we worked hospice go ahead okay um and this gentleman um i was getting ready to admit to hospice he was close to his end of time on this, uh, you know, this life as we know it. And, um, his wife, um, who was also in her nineties, we walked down the hallway to go sign the paperwork to admit him. And, um, I asked, uh, I asked her, uh, you know, I always ask an elderly couple how long they've been together. And she told me, and I was like, wow. And I said, so what's your secret to that? What's your secret to 
being married that long and just in life. And she said, and she said, shit doesn't matter. And I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she, um, and I was like, really, what do you mean? She's like, people always want more. They always think little stuff has to be taken care of. And she said, it doesn't matter. She said, as long as you're happy. And she said, you know, she said for all those years, I'd worry if there was dirt on the floor or if I had a new dress. And she said, let that dirt sit right there. It's going to be just fine. Damn. Mm. And I just remember that at this point in this woman's life, she had obviously in her 90s, she'd seen it all, mm -hmm. you know, a lot. I'm like, if that's the two things that she lets me know about. Yeah, man. I'm taking it. I'm chewing on it. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, and honestly, and like Jimmy Lynn, that does not mean we don't have to clean house, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so anyway, not to, yeah, I did mean to monopolize that, but, um, you know, talking about your turning point, I remember that that was a significant one. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I remember you saying that. And I remember being like, fuck, he's right. I remember not knowing all the nuances or how I was going to fix it or how do I get past it. I just remember in that moment being like, shit, he's right. And I remember not wanting to say that out loud, not out of pride, but out of like, now what do I do? Now what do I do? Yeah. Like, cause I didn't Ooh, have the answer, you know? Yeah. Like n not like, oh shit, Craig was right. It was right. like, fuck, I don't know what to do next, but at least yeah. like that turning point was shit. At least I know that I'm wrong right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. And then, you know, also speaking of elderly folks, <laughs> other than myself, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a, um, Matt, I, I think I've told Matt this story. I don't know if Jenna has or not, but we, um, I love to go hiking just like Matt Lane does. I love it. <laughs> <It's great>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, we, you know, my sisters and I, we've talked about this and Matt, I know we've talked about it, but talking about doing things while you're young and, you know, 49 years young, I still say I'm young. Um, but the, uh, you know, like people that wait, you know, they, they want to wait till they hit a fi certain financial goal or a certain retirement goal, whether yeah. that be, you know, stopping working or whatever. Um, like I'm all about just do it now, do it now. Cause mm -hmm. you have no idea. Like we got ready to hike to the highest point of the Smoky Mountains. And my sister and I were coming down and uh, there was this elderly woman with her family and uh, that last like half a mile is super steep. And uh, my sister and I were coming down because we were going to eat. <laughs> we were excited. <laughs> we had done our hiking, but she, uh, we're coming down this other lady. She's just giggling. She's like, ah, and she sits down and she goes, you know, we said we wanted to wait till retirement to do this. She said, but now we're too tired to enjoy it. Mm. Holy shit. And I was like, Ding, 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 ding. Thank you, universe. I appreciate wow. that. Mm -hmm. You know, so anyway, that's, that's what I got. So I'm glad you said that because that, that leads me to the next thing. And I've wanted to talk about this here lately, and this is a perfect time to talk about it. I believe that the universe talks to you at times. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean that shit in woo-woo, like, like way far beyond what you can understand. I mean that when when a when the song on the radio is playing and it's like holy shit pertaining to your situation or when you stumble across numbers that mean something to you because craig has always said that about his dad yep. then and what numbers are they 13 his dad's birthday was may 13th so anytime i see 513 together or just a 13 out loud i say hey dad I think that that's the universe talking to you. I 100%. think I think that your willingness to listen to that, see that, be open-minded, read into it, uh, I think that you literally can make better decisions for your life. Um, 
hundred percent. Um, yeah. So as far as the universe talking to you, agreed a hundred percent. Like if you are open to it and if it's purely coincidental, I don't care. I choose to believe and I'm open to believe that it is the universe, God, whatever your, whatever you believe, listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like today when I was, uh, had me a moment this morning. So I was just out spending time by myself and I was all in my head, all in my head. And I go to this one spot all the time by the airport. I swear to God, I was sitting there just in my head and I've never seen it before, but right on that curb, there was no other numbers. There was a 13. Ah, I was like, hey, Dad, thanks. I fucking get it, all right? <laughs> Out loud by myself, you yeah. know? And, uh, so 100%, perfect timing for that because, uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like when you need it, or mm-hmm. like God, universe, um, I don't know what your listeners are most comfortable with me saying, yeah. but I usually say both. Yeah. Um, God or universe is definitely speaking to you. I think that the universe or whatever you choose to believe in or, or mm-hmm. not believe in, I think that that's, it's always there. There's always signs. There's always something there to help direct you. Um, but you have to teach yourself to look for it, to listen for it, to yeah. understand it. Um, and, and that may be off from some theories about uh, the secret and the universe and stuff that like what you ask for, you receive. I yeah. think that the potential was there f- for good or f- for receiving good the whole time, but you hadn't been looking for it. You didn't train yourself. To you weren't open minded. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like gratitude as well. Yeah. Oh my I God. Mean, every single day. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. And that's a, that's another thing you post. Say it. I want you gratitude. to go into it. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> what have been two years now, three years, something like that. It's been that. a while. It's been, it's been 67 a, years. It's been, a, it's been at least six years, bro. <laughs> that was back when Matt and I first met. <laughs> I said, I'm grateful for this pretty little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so I started however long ago. Um, I'm well aware, first of all, that social media, like my social media is just that. I don't take it for more than what it is. There's a lot of great stuff out there. I look at it and hopefully I can be a positive influence on people as well. But, um, I just decided, decided to start doing um, Today Craig is Grateful For. And when I do this, it is never, ever anything financial. Like, I'm not going to say I'm grateful for my paycheck. Yeah. I'm not going to say, ooh, I, you know, I got a new something. Um, I'm I, like, because I never want it to be about that. I want it to be truly about things that I look around. Like, tomorrow yeah. is probably going to be. Um, in reference to this podcast, because I haven't gotten the, you know, the pleasure of meeting everybody out there, but I have gotten to spend time for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, I, I do a daily ish post. Um, and like the one from two days ago, um, it was for, um, it says today or today Craig is grateful for bad dreams mm-hmm. and not Matt probably didn't see it, but, um, <laughs> so Craig, Craig and I had this like really weird relationship where like, he hates me on, on, online. He thinks I'm like s- such full of shit and I can't stand him on Facebook either. I don't know why it is. We love each other as human beings, but they on the internet, each other. We, we just can't you stand know, each other. I may change that because when I, when I thought you were a douche is when it was all money, 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 money. Oh, money, really? Money. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because I scream oh, in a lot of older did you videos. See that, by the way, I did. <laughs> this chest be popping, bro. It's, they're just boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt. So they're just boobs. <laughs> um, 
but uh, I put that on there. Um, I said it was for bad dreams, and it's not because of the dreams, because as we know, dreams can be great. They can be frightening. Oh, that's right. You told me about that dream, yeah. And um, But my gratitude was that I was able to wake up out of it, um, was able to get back to this good life that we have, yeah. and that also that my husband is so, like, he gets me, unimpressed, impressed by me, similar, I think, <laughs> Yeah. Um, that uh, he can just be like, hey, babe. It's just a dream. Don't let it fuck you up. Yeah. And then come over and give me a kiss. And anyway, then you just move on with your day. And so yeah. that's uh, definitely... Um, <laughs> we'll get more into that later. <laughs> um, uh, I love that motherfucker. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So the whole gratitude thing. So like when you're open to it, um, I think it's wonderful. Um, and... Once you rewire yourself, um, just like when you are open to the energy, the universe, God, yep. Allah, Buddha, whomever your higher power is. Yep. Um, yeah. There you go. I rambled things. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think that's perfect. And to give you like a direct, I, I, I feel like that shit is talked about so often of the universe, of whatever you, you know, right. whatever you, like, I feel like it's talked about, but contextually, like, how, what does that really fucking mean, Matt? Like, what does that mean? What that really means is to be to be open-minded enough to walk 50 yards with somebody, all joking aside, right. to walk 50 yards with somebody, just meeting them and listening to their full life story. And by the time you hit the door, there was zero fucking judgment. There was 100% listening and just absorbing what that other human is saying and taking it at face value, like feeling the good off of them. Right. In a lifetime of fucking friendship and happiness. And that shit, had I been closed-minded of you. You'd have been gone. I'd have been fucking gone. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have like hung out with somebody that had such a crazy ass past that had such a, that, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, in full transparency, like your past is what made you so fucking beautiful now. And that what continues to help you have that ripple effect to positively impact so many fucking people is because of how fucked up your past was and and because of how well you were brought up by your dad, by your mom, um, the struggles you've been through. But had I been closed-minded, I could not have had that ripple effect. Yeah, you would have never, mm -hmm. uh, like that ripple would have stopped there. It would have. Yeah. So, yeah, 100% right. And um you know, like you said, like you said, what does that mean? Like, you know, being open to it. Like, just look for the good stuff. Yeah. Like, whether that's good because it's messages from the universe, messages from God, whether it's these dogs sitting by me and licking my head. I'm like, oh, that feels great. <laughs> Whatever. They, not like that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, agreed with that. I mean, because in this day and time, and this is not a negative thing, I'm going to make this a positive thing. The In this day and time, so many people are so fucking on edge. It's true. Mm -hmm. Like, they are either far right that fucking hates the far left and the far left hates the far right. And you know what? Most people are good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most people are good. And when you filter that away and just look at it and be like, you know what we did today? What? Fucking walk 50 yards with somebody, learned out that he's a freak that I fucking love. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a subject, but talking about the level of friendship that Matt and I have. So... We went on a cruise together. Oh, I fucking time. love it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so the cruise was after Vegas. So you yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. So Matt gets to tell the Vegas story at some point. Okay, but so when like I, I can honestly say I feel like that like 
I love Matt period. There's a connection there. I love Jenna. Um, like anyway, like Matt doesn't get rid of me, but there is such a huge level of comfort both on the anger side where he can fucking make me madder than anybody <laughs> and on the side that he can make me love him like I never thought I could. You know what I mean? Mm. But we were on the boat, ship, whatever, and we'd been having a great time, whatever. And I chose to interject my opinion on something. <laughs> and unlike the money talk, Matt didn't receive this one so well. Yeah, I was pretty was fucking close-minded on this one. <laughs> he was not open to receive my wealth of information. <laughs> and so that, pretty much he told me to mind my own fucking business. <laughs> and I probably didn't. <laughs> but um, so for the next however long, I'm going to say a day. I'm going to say a day. Like, we didn't really talk. We, like, we were going through the motions. And... We uh do you remember the actual context of the conversation? I sure do. Because I'm thinking of Vegas right now. Well give give full context. Um, so I thought you were being a dick to Jenna. Oh, that's uh, right. I probably fucking was. Yes. And so um I will always take Jenna's side. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. And uh Thank you, Craig. Yeah. And it was some I, I don't I thought you were being a dick to her, and I was like, dude, like, you know, and you were like, why don't you, you know, just mind your own fucking business. Right. And I'm like, it's not your place or something like that. I just felt like this weird feeling. I didn't like that because I was uh. there. I was there <laughs> you when were, I saw you. Were back you were there? Yeah. Really? I no like shit. It. I'm like, love you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you. <laughs> so anyway, like, you know, whenever there's that source of friction, and obviously, like, if I was telling him, you know. Babe, can you kick that dog? She won't stop snoring. I'm trying to. She's Nova. All right, go ahead, Craig. <laughs> you know, like, if you give somebody an opinion on their relationship and they're not ready to receive it, whether it was yeah. me wrong for putting my nose in or whatever the yeah. case may be, which I'll own that. But that's very sensitive. Sure. You know, and no matter how earthy we are and how, like, we're like, oh, let's look for the good. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so anyway, it was, there was some tense and tension between Matt and I, and we didn't really talk <laughs> oh, and whatever. God. I remember where this is going then, Um and finally, like, I love Matt, so fuck this. This is dumb. I'm not okay with this. And unfortunately for Matt and Jenna, <laughs> we had connecting balconies. <laughs> so, And I don't know if I'll get this exactly right, but the end result is the same. <laughs> so I took off all my clothes. <laughs> it's not a pretty sight. I'm just going to let you know right now. So I won't do this. <laughs> like, but I took off all my clothes, and I went and laid on Matthew Lane naked. <laughs> And for there's any other gays out there, no one like that. And I know you're jealous right now, but it had a higher per it was a higher power to this. <laughs> but um and anyway, I remember him looking at me and like there was no joy in his eye at that moment. But he was like he said, I'm very uncomfortable with this. And I was like, I don't care. I'm uncomfortable with us not talking. <laughs> You know what it was? It had zero to do with your balls being on my back. It had, it had everything to do with, I still want to be mad in this moment. And so anyway, I was like, so I laid there until we were done. Then all of a sudden I saw him smile. And you know, when your friend smiles and you know, it's real. And then I just got my gelatinous ass up and walked back to the other room. You know what it was in that moment? I remember that vividly, uh, vividly. <laughs> And you walked in and <laughs> in that little thing cute. <laughs> I, I felt nothing. No, <laughs> no, it truly was that when I, when I basically, you know, responded back, I love, with, you. I love you too. And I, I feel emotional right now. Good. 
I remember when I responded back with no words, but very loudly of like, I don't want to fucking be in this moment <laughs> ever. <laughs> what you did, like all joke, you were laughing, but all jokes aside, you hugged me even tighter. And that's what made me like, hey, motherfucker, like okay. that, like, did you like it? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't say no, <laughs> <laughs> but it's that, it's that moment of, of, of one human being reading that other person being told no, but having an even deeper understanding of that person and being like, no, I'm a fuck you. I'm a, I'm a, whoa, what? Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hug <laughs> I'm going to hug you even harder in this moment to show you that I love you. I'm going to, and I don't know, like your ability to read me, my ability, my ability to read you is uh, off the charts. And I remember that vividly. Yeah. So I actually, because I love, like they can see her face when she they tells can. this, right? I really want Jenna to tell the Vegas story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Matt should lead up to it and then... Yeah, because I, uh-oh, he's standing up. Oh, shit, he's on. <sighs> okay, yeah. Um, Are you posing right now? What are you doing? No, I just... I, I feel like you were. <laughs> no, throughout the throughout the show, I'll stand up at times. So. Oh, okay. um, oh, my God, yeah, Vegas. So, something I'm very proud of, of Jenna and I, we eloped, and we went and got married. We wanted to make sure that it was about us. Our marriage was about us. It wasn't about the cake, and it wasn't about everybody else being there and the stresses of all that. I was very proud of that. Um, cause that's definitely not like, that's not right up Jenna's alley. Right. Like you, Craig, you know me, Jenna, you know me that I'm like, fuck it. Like, let's, let's do it our own way. Uh, Jenna was very much in the way a little bit before that of like, uh, more uniformed, typical type stuff. And I think it was such a huge step for you to want to do that. And mm -hmm. it was just so much more memorable. Regardless, we loped, went to Vegas, um, same time. I was doing my first bodybuilding show mm -hmm. uh, through the help of uh, Jen Strobo, actually. Shout out to Jen Strobo. Uh, love you, girl. That's, hey. that's Craig's sister, yes. by the way. Um, we look the same. <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually is a, a, an, IFB, an IFBB professional bodybuilder, and she helped me through that. And it was my first show ever on one of the biggest stages that there is the amateur yeah at the olympia yeah which mm -hmm. is like if you don't know the olympia is the super bowl of bodybuilding they had this like uh, basically they were looking for talent type thing and that was when i chose to do my first one <laughs> when i was going yeah. to get married when i was going to my first olympia yeah same day by the way same day like <laughs> and he had only prepared for like four weeks which yeah usually people prepare was, for like four to six months like yeah 16 weeks so anyway um regardless I, I was emaciated, unbelievably lean. I looked fantastic. I yeah. felt like shit, <laughs> dehydrated. It was real, real bad. It was a bad cut. Um, and it was one of the first few times that I had ever cut down. So I was incredibly emotional. Uh, I mean, your hormones are all screwed up. Uh, to give you context, my my skin actually broke out because of a lack of nutrients. Like so, much, I was oh, I in such that. a micronutrient deficiency yeah. that my skin was screwing up. Anyway. I was starving, just starving and crunchy. And I out. was so friggin' over it. I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the actual process of the, the discipline. That was impressive. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, the 
competing against another human being was where I realized I didn't want to do it. Um, two hours from stage time, I said I wasn't going to do it. But this is the story that I was leading up to telling <laughs> that uh, two hours before stage time, Craig helped me realize that I wasn't going to do it um, <laughs> in a not so great fashion. Um, I, I, and I do want to say I don't regret that one bit. There isn't a day that goes by that I'm so glad that I did not do that show. It was not for me. And I, I chose my wife and <laughs> my marriage over it. Um, it just did not make me happy. But Jenna, I'll make sure the camera stays on you if you want to tell this story oh no you're doing a great job oh am i okay. yeah all right well then i'll take it away um so basically yeah when it's time comes it has to go back to her face oh my god you know <laughs> you know the part <laughs> starving and the thing is when you diet down so hard to where you're trying to get to a low body fat percentage you're you're basically just starving yourself that's that that is what it is and you constantly think about food uh, that's a telltale sign. Telltale. When you tell, constantly tell. think about food, that's when you know, like, yeah, you're doing it right. <laughs> um, I was starving. I'm dieting down then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But I was starving and just on edge. And I think I was probably being an asshole to Jenna too. And just super irritable. We were walking through Vegas. The, 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 the Orleans? The Orleans. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? That was the name of the casino. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant New Orleans. I was like, well, I was that out of it. Got it. Um, <laughs> slot machines were going off, and you know, people were having a great time. Smokes through the air. People are drinking. Jenna and Craig are laughing. And then something sparked it. it you were waiting for your rice that I you was, had ordered. That's <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I was waiting for my plain brown rice and plain <laughs> chicken breasts, the only things that I could eat. I was waiting for that to be ordered up. And go it ahead. It was taking a long time. It was. It was taking a long time. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, keep I going. don't remember the rest of it. Go ahead. <laughs> I remember the result with Craig and I, but go ahead. Take it over. I feel like I'm not the best one to tell this part. We're I building mean, it up too much. Just yeah, say okay. it. <laughs> Craig, go ahead. All right. So anyway, uh, there was um, multiple conversations going back and forth. And Matt was like, well, you know, I'm just so hungry. <laughs> like, like, And just getting crunch. which by the way, but what I mean by crunchy is just kind of grouchy. kind of pissy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was getting crunchier and crunchier. He was like, ah, and he was like, I'm just going hungry. And then I was like, I was like, out loud, like his, his voice raised and I was raised. I remember you said, now I, I remember like, it. You were like, what do you want? <laughs> just go fucking eat. <laughs> I said, I remember Craig so vividly like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? I was, Cause that's right. Okay, then now it's coming back to me. I remember I was like, I don't want to. I, I don't want. I don't know if I want to do the show. Like I was just bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching. Craig was like, Then what do you want? I just want to fucking eat. And then you immediately, without hesitation, then go. Well, why don't you just go fucking eat? Yeah. And they're shouting in the middle of a casino, and I wanted to fucking melt under this table because I was so. And wait, wait, they do the jenna face though like whenever jenna says like and i'm gonna try but it's probably not gonna be effective but like jenna was like and, and matt was screaming and craig was screaming i was like <laughs> <laughs> yes. i was so uncomfortable <laughs> and i'm like this is supposed to be our wedding day <laughs> it was such a moment of like uh just 
I knew I, I knew that I didn't want to do it. And I like Craig was actually, he was like the one that suggested like, oh my God, we're going to Vegas. We're going to go. Cause the whole point in us going out I to remember. Vegas initially was to see your sister compete. Yeah. And, and then, then it just kept tacking on like, well, this will get married while we're out there. And it's like, Craig was like, you should do a bodybuilding show over there. I was taking your pictures in the library. That's right. In the study room that we sucked at. That's right. Yeah. And <laughs> the study room that we sucked at studying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, I swear I'm not that creepy guys. <laughs> But I remember it so vividly, like Craig suggesting it. And then um, I just, I so, so wanted to be done with that because I knew it wasn't for me. And I remember you, you were asking very nicely before the buildup to this explosion of like, are you sure you're two hours from stage time? You've been working on this for four weeks. Like, are you sure That's that you right, want to pull remember. out of that? Like, um, like I, you, I remember you saying like, I don't want you to regret this for the rest of your life. And I was like, I just want to go fucking eat. Then go fucking eat. Like, <laughs> and, then, and, I, and once you made your decision, though, I remember you were very calm at that point. Uh, you were very articulate, and you were like, this. I, you started saying that you were spending way too much time worrying about that yeah. whenever this was your wedding trip as well. Yeah. And so you, you actually said, and I thought it was beautiful. You were mm -hmm. like, you're like, no. I'm, I'm pulling out, like, I'm going to choose my wife. She should get all of this time. Yeah. And and then from that moment on, when you got some fucking food in your stomach. Oh, that was great. That was yeah. great. Yes. That was the best chicken ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. it, it really was a fun trip. And you know what? Coincidentally, that cruise and then the Vegas trip, th those were like back to back. They were back to back. Yeah, they were like two weeks apart. That was so funny. I forgot mm. about that. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Back to back. I think this is the last time we got to vacation together. Yeah. yeah. Last time it's going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the in the show, I always ask, and I believe that everybody's definition is different, but what is your definition of happiness? My definition of happiness? Um, <clears throat> All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. This has been <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to, got out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, happiness for me is truly just enjoying where I'm at. Mm. Um, and that may sound kind of elementary or simplistic, but it's true because I think that happiness can be, is that. Mm -hmm. um, happiness, like when I'm enjoying where I'm at, like right now, I'm fucking happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if I'm out hiking slash walking in the woods, like when you're just enjoying what it is, that's happiness to me. Um, I don't have to have a lot to be happy. We've said that earlier. Yeah. Um, like being around friends and enjoying the moment, whether that's dancing in the streets, whether that is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it too big. Like just enjoying where I'm at and realizing it. Dance. So it's not only gratitude, that's happiness. Um, Cause that, that can be, you know, like when Jimmy Lynn and I have a layover and um, We've had a layover in um, Nashville. Some of the happiest times is just sitting here, sitting there with him, overpaying for beers, <laughs> sitting there just being silly. Like, mm -hmm. it's a fucking layover, but very, very happy. So just acknowledging it, enjoying it, and being there for it. Some of the most memorable times I've ever had with you has is most of the time been collective. When it's been me, you, Jimmy Lynn, Jenna, like... And one of the most memorable times was it started raining on us on our cruise, our first world problem <laughs> of us being in a foreign country wanting to exploit, you know, exploit that Jenna fist bump there for Greg. And there you go. Um, I think that most, most people have that mindset of like, oh my God, we're in 
were we in Cozumel? Mm -hmm. We're in Cozumel. We're in the streets of Cozumel, really trying to explore the city. We we know we got to go back on the on the ship here soon. It starts raining, like coming down, pouring mm -hmm. rain, yeah. and a lot of people would take that and be like, oh, "We got to go back." We fucking started dancing in the rain in the fountain. Yep, we jumped in the fountain. Don't suggest that. To <laughs> yeah, I think it's highly illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the point that. That moment should have been typically is where crap. This is where we can't enjoy Cozumel anymore. One of the dogs farted. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. now we can't yes. enjoy the podcast anymore because one of the dogs farted. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, but you get what I'm saying that um, we we literally were dancing in the rain in a foreign country and and laughing and, and laughing and enjoy and I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll never forget yeah, that. That was uh, that was. A really great memory. Like we yeah. went um, a couple years later on a cruise that had the same stop in Cozumel. Mm -hmm. And I remember we walked by it and I told Matt, I'm like, this is the fountain. <laughs> this is the fountain that we danced in. I remember <laughs> wanting that moment back. I, like I remember being there and like wanting the moment back. Right. I remember yeah. like, I like I was like, please fucking rain, like fucking rain and somehow get Craig and Jamil yeah. in here. Um, yeah. Yeah. We went to the same resort even uh -huh. when we went there the LC. next time because- yep. Because we wanted to, like, it was such a good time to it. recreate that day. That's when, remember, Marty uh, got you in a square cut. God. <laughs> oh, Marty. God, that was great. Yeah, so, like, <clears throat> as you were telling that when you were saying, I just wanted to be back there again, I think that um, that's it. Like, whenever there's a, you've heard me say this, there's a country song that people always want to go back. Yeah. They always want to go back. And... You know, just human nature. Like, oh my God, that time was so great. That time was so great. So part of happiness is ex realizing that in the the Clint Black song is the title of the song is "These Are the Good Old Days." <laughs> so when you're there and you appreciate it, know that yeah. five years from now you're gonna look back and you'll be like, God, you remember that day we were sitting in there and the dog farted? And, yeah, you know <laughs> yeah that's, I mean? I'm yeah. serious. Um, something yeah. along those lines. So I don't know what the point of was. No, that, that. that's totally tied in without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. You got yeah. anything over there? We've had a lot of good times together. Yeah, we have. And I think, More to come. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I think, Craig, you're really the master of being able to enjoy the moment and then, like, cherishing it. And, you know, I've always made fun of you for knowing someone's first and last name in the year of whatever story you're about to tell. He always prefaces first and last name in the year and then <laughs> yeah. tells a story. But I think that... And I've realized this sitting here is that you can do that because you Are enjoyed that moment and you cherish that moment and yeah. you put that in a special place in your head and you can pull that memory out and really still experience it because you really were there in the moment. I just felt that. Thanks. <laughs> I'm true. an emotional bastard. Today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And it, that ties into what we were talking about. I mean, I don't know what the time frame is, but earlier when we were talking about the whole Monday through Friday thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about, <clears throat> so thank you. Cause it's true. Like if you enjoy that moment, you can always remember it, you know, like anyway, so there's that, but we were talking about how in modern world, not Americans, not Europeans, Asian, whatever the case may be, but we're hardwired for this Monday through Friday week. Yeah. And so many people don't, do anything on their Monday, on their Tuesday, on their Wednesday, except work and look forward to the weekend. Yeah. And in the words of Jenna, Jenna was like, and then on the weekend, they're like, ah, I gotta do all 
this? Yeah. Instead of, and that's five days out of the week that people aren't enjoying. When you mm-hmm. say, wow, I got to do this, you mean like get stuff done or I got to have as much fun as I possibly can on these two days? Both. Both, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah all of it. Like you can have, I mean, every day can be a good day. I mean, no matter how many hours a day you yeah. work, there's, there's room in there to have some sort of good, some sort of self-care, some sort of something that you can look forward to. And then I feel like um, if you do that, and I'm not saying I'm the master of that by far, but... um, I am. (laughs) That's good. That's very... Like, I'm impressed by that because I'm not. Um, But, like, I think, you know, like, if people do that, then I think their stress level is probably lower, too. Mm -hmm. Well, when I said that, I mean, like, I'm saying that you are the master. I'm not saying I'm the master. That's why I laughed because I was like, no, 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 no. You... No, you are That's the master what, of that. I was confused if that was caught on camera. Like you said, I am like very seriously and then moved on. And I was no, like, no, no, <laughs> Craig, you are the master. I am not the master of that. Keep going. Um, no, I, I just think uh, so this ties back into Jenna saying, you know, like if you know, all of us, have, you know, the happiness being in the moment, um, just find it every day. It's a decision. Right. Yeah. And even something as mundane as working or something as mundane of going to the DMV or whatever the case may be, instead of being like, God, I can't wait till this is over. Yeah. Cause I don't know how many of the viewers are younger, what your average age is, but 25 um, to 34. Okay. When you get to my age, um, about 95%. You'll wish, Go ahead. you'll wish that you hadn't sped up those daily tasks. There you go. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, not yeah. that I'm done. Well, and it's like, like, like I just said, it's a decision that back to the elevator story, like, it's your decision whenever you do that. And it, it is more of an effort for you to make that person laugh or, hey, what's, hey, girl, what's in that phone? You know, like it's that effort. It's that moment. And you create that real human moment. You know, sometimes it happens at random, I think. I mean, I, I take that back, not random, but sometimes it's not started with you. Right. Um, you know, maybe initiated in some other way, but you go, you continue it. Uh, but sometimes it isn't initiated by you, that real human moment. Agree, because you know, like that elevator ride, maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, when you get to the end of life, you're like, oh, I wish I had that thirty seconds. Back. No or shit. Or there was something good in it. No shit. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that moment that you were speaking to that woman, like shit doesn't matter. Like right. that moment of listening. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yep. Well, we've solved everything. I was about to say right? we figured it all out. So you guys, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. You got no. the wrap up. Yeah, I just well, and it's not really even, you know. I realized I, I don't think I gave a gratitude point. So I think we should wrap up with my gratitude. Perfect. Point. Please, Perfect. Um, I think so. All three of us spent uh, several years working for hospice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I've heard this many, many times um, from family members of patients to coworkers saying, um, you know, hospice working for hospice must be terribly depressing mm. and and a really difficult job and some some days i think we can all say yeah sure. absolutely uh, but i think it's given all three of us really important perspective on life on relationships on making the most of every day um, and and really making life what you want it to be what it should be what it can be because it can all be taken away in, in an instant. You never know. And I think that that's a point that was driven home every day that I worked for hospice is that it, it wasn't just old people it, it, and it wasn't just sick people. No, it was things happen every day that can just 
make everything change in an instant. Um, so you got to make the most of it. You do. And I think that's really changed all three of our perspectives. Absolutely. I agree. And <clears throat> I don't know if both of you would agree with this as well, but I feel like the patients that we admitted that were the most comfortable with their passing or with their imminent passing or, you know, coming passing is, um, either ones that had led full lives yeah, and the ones that had faith in whatever their belief. Was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, <clears throat> I felt like the people that struggled the most are the ones that had regrets. Oh yeah. my God. And so I, I, that's a huge lesson for me. Mm -hmm. I could go on and on about speaking with people with regrets because I, I, your role as a hospice nurse and not to drag this out any longer, but your role as a hospice nurse is to listen. And I mean, amongst other things, but I think a big part of it was to listen mm -hmm. and not to necessarily have answers. Um, but you know, you always, you always want to have, uh, some words to say back, you know? Right. Um, and I think that's just sort of being, being, a being the type of person that wants to be engaged in the conversation. But anyway, I remember being at a loss for words, talking to someone that had regrets knowing that they had a finite amount of time left and just how much hurt I had for them knowing like you got, you, it's over. Like you don't have, you can't, you can't change that shit. And I remember, I remember being affected probably the most by the positive things that I felt and understood and the perspective shift from hospice, but talking to the people that had regrets struck so hard with me yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm not unique to that obviously but um so i say that to say to you listening or watching if you don't have that perspective shift if you don't have that that beautiful thing that we were fortunate to see and shift our perspective get out and get that shift of perspective for yourself whatever way you got to do it go to a nursing home talk to somebody that is older listen 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 to get that perspective shift because you're gonna wake up and years and years have passed and you're gonna have regrets on shit that you should have done mm -hmm. or decisions that you wish you would have made mm -hmm. and that shit terrifies me it's true very true be authentic enjoy it find your happiness recognize that you are experiencing your happiness Remember that these are the good old days and just steal my sister's, one of my other sister's hashtag. It's like hashtag my authentic life. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So agreed. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it. Craig, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Uh, probably be another three years before I see you, which will be way too early. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. Seriously. I'm really glad that at least we have one conversation documented for the rest of my life. I love you too. And like, these folks are probably like, no more. One is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Turn this shit off. Um, you're not allowed to die before me. Um, so you'll be able to listen to this whenever I go. So there you go. Like, I won't know how to work that fucking machine. <laughs> too damn bad. <laughs> All right. I love you. Love Craig. you too. Love you, Jenna. I love you, Jenna. I love you, Mental Fit Mafia. Thank you so much for being here. We'll talk to you guys next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. So Craig was just asking about the Mental Fit Mafia. So um, actually, uh,
It's still recording. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, this cool. extra stuff. Um, but um, you were just asking, what is the Mental Fit Mafia? Yeah, or, like, how's it started? Or Yeah, like, how, how did it start? Who, like, where did, how did it, how did it start? So, you know, back when I was born, no, um, whenever I started the channel, it was just f general fitness, right? And I, I knew that I wanted to shift to a certain area of fitness right. certain and i realized that it was behavior change or mental fitness that sort of <clears throat> what always for me what was the biggest thing it was sure my body changed and all that but my brain changed so much right. and like i started looking for happiness and all that shit, and that led to my overall wellness um so when i started to go towards mental fitness a lot of people uh, also responded to that and i was glad um, so that's the sort of the road I decided. And then, um, actually one live, they just, they just kept peppering me with, this should be the name. This should be the name. Like everybody kept coming up with names. They were throwing out a, a bunch of suggestions. Their audience. That's okay. Yeah. Like, so they were all trying to come up with a name that came I up like one it. live and they're like, you need to name your audience. Like, what are we going to be called? Um, cause it's kind of a sense of. Community. Community, community right and then, that you're you belong to like this group folks together exactly yeah each other mm -hmm. actually i really i think they I, chose this logo i i very much enjoy it because um and i i think that the mental aspect so many people that just say if they're starting from from a very physically unfit sure. zone maybe that's affecting their you know mental space their depression whatever the case may be i say theirs i mean ours absolutely um and I think they think just the physical is going to fix everything. Exactly. And so I love the fact that it's both because, yep. um, you know, and like when you're, when you get your mental state better, like when you get your mental state at your best, at their best, our best, um, it's going to affect your physical state. Mm -hmm. That's when and, shit changes. Um, it's, I like it. I like it a lot. It was, yeah. I mean, your mind change, your mind changes, your body changes. And it's like, it was so cool, man. Like somebody actually drew this. Hell yeah. It was, it was actually a, a younger person. He actually drew this. Uh, we I had like 32, like 32 to like 50 submissions of right. like, hey guys, I'm looking for a logo, draw it or animate it or whatever. They just peppered me with it. It was so awesome. It's good. Yeah. Right. And then, so we got it down to a final three and they all, they voted. And they came up with the one they wanted. They decided on it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, there's, I know earlier I was saying, well, but like his facial expression is pretty fucking on point. In there, right? Point. Yeah, it is. He's like, like what I see is he's like, I got this motherfucker. Right? Yeah. And there's I'm, a, I'm there's like this right. level of confidence. He's angry and confident and like, and what? I got this. Yeah. I love it. So, good job guys and girls. Yeah. Good job, y'all. Good job. Mental Fit Mafia. You know what's ridiculous is whenever I said, good job, guys, and then secondly, I said, girls, I'm like, fuck, I need to fix that. I'm like, <laughs> good job, uh, good job, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody's more important than the other. Sorry. <laughs> good job, Mafia. There yeah, you go. Good job, Mafia. I like it. I think I'll join you. Right on. I'm not going to watch Matt, but I'll join you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can just watch my content. It's much easier. Boom. One video. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We're really going to go this time. All right, bye guys. And girls. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Mafia. Mafia. <laughs> bye, Mafia. <laughs>